Anything can happen in the woods. You can undo a curse, find love, lose a friend, gain a family. This week, we take a look at the 1991 recording of the original Broadway production of Into the Woods. Joining us this week is no stranger to Broadway productions. Tonight, we welcome Amanda, the theater maven. Hi, what's up? I'm Amanda. <laughs> uh, Matt. I'm Chad, and you found your way to the 130th episode of the now award-winning podcast. We used to talk about this at work. All right, so yes, sorry. It took us a few minutes to actually, a few minutes, a couple weeks to actually talk about this on the show proper, but you know, uh, we did win an award. We're so happy. Um, we did it. And now look at it. It's us. crazy. Like, I know we've talked about this before on the other episode, but um, it still boggles the mind. I appreciate everybody who voted for us. And we've been doing something right. We won this award against the categories, other people we was going against. Yes. Uh, I was actually trying to transition that into like our guests, like to show that, hey, we won an award. Now look at who we got. But you kind of just kind of. Oh, no, no, no. It's OK, because within these um, things we're going through that we big balling out here mm -hmm. that we can get top notch before before we was nominated. We were struggling from the bootstraps. We mm -hmm, we were scraping mm -hmm. the nah, I don't we, we, that, we, we were sent, we were right. no, I know, I know, I know. We were sending <laughs> yeah. messages to people and they and that shit was just going straight to spam. But now look at right. Us. But now that we we are war with it, we got these big timers on the podcast and we appreciate that. <laughs> so officially we'd like to welcome Amanda. How are you doing this evening, miss? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Congratulations on your award. Appreciate it. Thank so, you. But, you know, right now it's not about us. Um, who are you? Okay. Um, I'm a theater YouTuber. I mainly make, co make content about uh, Broadway shows, uh, mostly musicals, because that's what I'm really into. But, you know, I want to get into plays and off-Broadway stuff. But, yeah, I'm a theater YouTuber, content creator, all about theater, mostly Broadway. So what... What do you do? You remember like the first show you saw, like live? The first show I saw, um, it was the producers. Ooh. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. Here's the thing about the producers. I don't remember much about the show itself because I saw it in the fifth grade on a school trip. Mm -hmm. Um, I live in New York, and so um, a program that they have for school kids is that every so often they'll send kids to go see Broadway shows and we got to see the producers um but i thinking about it now i don't think that was a great show for us to see no it um, wasn't it, no fifth graders no school, like yes not fifth right. grade, no. question as some of us who have not seen producers give us a brief synopsis of what it's about these two producers are trying to put on a show essentially that's like kind of like what no, i remember no sort of, no but like no, not really no, i don't no. they're trying so basically <laughs> If you put on a Broadway show and it's a flop, it, it, yes, it lost money, but you can essentially do my, not money laundering, but like you can like kind of basically steal money from the production. Mm -hmm. So they put on the worst production that they can think of. 
a play about Hitler. See, well, I okay. don't even remember all that. Cuz they're trying they're trying to <laughs> they're trying to make sure it bombs. So they okay. make a they make a play called Springtime for Hitler, like where he goes like basically his spring break. <laughs> yeah. It's a com- it's a comedy. It's a comedy. Okay, okay. Why are 10-year-olds okay. uh, watching this? Is the question. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like I don't I don't remember that. <laughs> I don't. I don't. So um yeah, the producers is my first show. But um I'm going to consider The Lion King as my first real show. That's a so, yeah. That's right? more one that's more appropriate for your age right. range. Right. But so also the, it's an amazing production. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yes. The Lion King is so great. I actually still have the plushie that I bought. Um, I don't know if you can see it up there. It's like really, really yeah. it's right there. The tag is on it and everything. Um, so the Lion King, I saw it in high school, and that's because uh we convinced our teacher to send us to go see the Lion King because we were like, hey, we are such good students and we did so <laughs> well. Please let us see the Lion King. And they were like, you know what? Sure, why not? We'll make it happen. And you know so what? we got to see the Lion King. <laughs> that's funny. So um your name, your your YouTube page is the Theater Maven. What is what are the origins of that? Um I thought it sounded cool. <laughs> Um, before my youtube channel was just my name and i didn't feel like that really described what my channel was or what i wanted it to be for my audience so i was like you know what let me call myself the theater maven kind of like the theater connoisseur um i don't see myself as a connoisseur yet you know because like you know i have a way like a ways to go i don't feel like i'm an expert in all things broadway or theater but I, I believe in calling yourself what you hope to be in the future. So I will be a theater connoisseur and let me just call myself that now. So I yeah. love it. So no, how long good shit? How long <laughs> have you been a content creator? Uh okay. So I think my first channel, no, my first video, I probably uploaded it in like 2013. Um, but like I haven't been consistent since then, to be honest. Right. Um so so maybe, how how long has the theater maven been alive how about that okay maybe like a year maybe like a year okay um we're working on it we're working on it <laughs> okay so walk us through your process like you i had your page uh oh here it is. so like you, you're you're like um i'm looking at your page right now your most recent video was in defense of spongebob the musical yeah so like walk us through the process like why did what 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 got you to that what what is your like your scripting like your editing like walk us through it walk mm-hmm. us through a video okay so i don't plan out what shows i'm going to see it's very like today i feel like seeing a show so let's go see a show um so if i do decide to go see a show i tend to like vlog the process like what's inside the theater what are the views like from the meds from the balcony from the orchestra um only because like you know some of the people that go see or who go and watch my videos they're not all from new york and even if they are from new york they don't necessarily have access to broadway so you know if one day someone decides to go see a show they have views from like you know different parts of the theater yeah Right. So I vlog the inside. Um, I try to see the show, like watch the show as a fan first. Um, And 
obviously I put my critical thinking cap on, but I, I try to see it as a fan first. And then during intermission, I'll write down some notes, watch act two. I do my best to record the curtain call. That's not always possible because sometimes ushers are like, why are you recording the show? You know? And it's like, I'm not recording the show. I just need the curtain call. Right. I record the curtain call sometimes sneakily. And then I jot down notes on my way home. And then I don't script my videos because I feel like that slows down my process. I kind of like talking freely. Okay. So I'll do some bullet notes. Mm. I'll film, mm. edit, post, and that's it. I, I am also a fan of the bullet notes. I don't like being married to like specific things, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like at you, this point, this is what you say. Like now. Yeah. Yeah. Just like, oh yeah. Remember to talk about actor or right. plot point. Yeah. Uh, what do you edit on? Adobe. Adobe. See, this is now, now we're here. We're here now. We are here now. I like Adobe. I love Adobe. Like, are yeah. you a, are you a Mac person or a Windows person? Mac. Okay. Because it's like Mac. I don't. I can't stand Final Cut. It's like it's too restrictive. It's like if I want to have uh, my video here and my audio all the way over here, not attached to anything, then let me do that. Don't right. don't don't tell me everything got to be together. What is Final Cut? We don't use that here. What I is mean, that? Matt uses it, but you know that's oh. just because no no that's just because I'm still learning. I'm st I'm still I'm still learning. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a quick question. Uh, you brought up the SpongeBob and what's wrong with it. So we reviewed that, and I'm curious your thoughts on that one because um I don't know how much information chad has given you about me is i do Very not like little. musicals i do not like musicals so uh the way uh we have bridged myself in is like the first one was a spongebob musical we reviewed this so i'm curious of like what was your thoughts on the spongebob musical okay okay so let me say something i don't like spongebob i never was a fan of the show and so when SpongeBob the Musical came out, I was just like, I, I know this is going to be garbage because the show, in my opinion, is garbage. But I went and I saw it and I was like, this is incredible. This is mm -hmm. so much better than mm -hmm. I thought it would mm -hmm. be. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, SpongeBob took me by surprise. I, I thought it was good. Um, thought it was great, actually. And one of the things that I really appreciated about SpongeBob was the fact that the did you guys see it in New York or? We watched the uh, recording, the, we watched the, recording. Uh, the one that was on Nick, what, what, whatever oh. came on television. OK, OK. So you guys missed out on something because the theater itself was so immersive. And I feel like that's something that a lot of productions don't take into consideration when putting in um, shows like they forget that, like the audience can also be part of the show if you just I don't know make the theater more immersive. Like I'm talking like props and like everything. Yeah. The actors would come mm -hmm. in and just like talk to the audience and whatnot. It felt like you were in Bikini Bottom. And so I think that also made the experience of seeing SpongeBob that much better. Mm -hmm. So I thought SpongeBob was great. So the fact that people are just like, Ew, Ariana Grande is dating SpongeBob. It's like, guys. I mean, well, well, I mean, to be to, to be to be fair, to be fair, um, he is cheating on his wife. To be fair. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yes. 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 Definitely. But like, I'm 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 thinking of it more 
on the side of like the production i don't really care about like them as like a couple or whatever i don't i don't think the show should get dunked on because they're bad people oh no because i was like when when i was like oh he he's a good singer though yeah he's yeah. a good singer yeah. he a good uh actor too all the jumping and stuff he was doing during the show good for her yeah right. yeah good for her but also, like, I feel like it is also like blasphemy because traditionally the actor that plays Bach in Wicked gets with the actress that plays Nessa in real life. So for him to get with Glenda is not appropriate. If we if we are going by you know traditional Broadway standards. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't know. People are weird. Actors are actors. I don't know. <laughs> but um no, I feel the same. Like I don't care for the show either myself, but um I loved the musical. It's really good. Yeah. Really good. Yeah. But um, okay, so we're all content creators here. Um, you know, that algorithm can be something else. How how have you felt about your journey into YouTube? Okay. Yeah, we're, we're getting real here. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things I can be doing on my end to grow more. Okay. Um, I try my best though not to let the numbers or like the comments weigh me down because that's something that could definitely mess up your creative process. Yeah. Um, one of the most important things when it comes to me growing is remembering that there's always a person behind the comment, always. And a lot of times the people behind the comments don't really care about you as a person. So don't take anything they say personally. Like um, I got some comments the other day where somebody was like, you're entitled to your opinion, but your opinion stinks. Something to that effect. <laughs> and I had to remember that my content is mostly about me reviewing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> People who watch my stuff are interested in my opinion. And I don't create, I, my content isn't an end all be all. I don't consider my content to be like godly. It's just there as a discussion starter. So that's, I I, I actually respond to most of the comments on my channel, even girl, the negative ones sometimes. Doing? What you doing, girl? <laughs> no, I do because like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I I I try to be like, listen, they're people, and you know, let me just respond. Listen, it's not it's not anything crazy. I just said, you know, it's a discussion, and talk about what you like and didn't like about my videos. Now, can that be a problem? Most definitely, and you know, you have to pick and choose what you watch, um, what you respond to, and that's also part of me growing as a content creator. But um, and that's my biggest thing is yeah, like they always say like. Uh, what's I forget the percentage. It's like forty percent is always going to agree with you. The other forty percent is not, and the other twenty percent is just going to be indifferent. So right. it's it depends on how you engage, and it's like we get we do get feedback, but it's not like monstrous feedback to where like every single episode we get people are comment on it. So like the feedback we do get, we do respond back to it. But like I can imagine like if every like. The video we posted, they were all like, oh, we hate this. We hate this. Oh, this. Eventually, like, at first, you'll be like, oh, yeah, well, this is my thoughts and this is my opinions. 
but eventually it's going to turn defensive and it's going to be like, well, well, fuck you, man. <laughs> and it's going to be something like that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, Zeph, and that's why, that's why part of me growing, like I pick and choose what comments to respond to. Like even the negative ones, like I pick and choose. Like I had this one, um, I know we're talking about YouTube, but like I had this uh, video that went, I'm not going to say it went viral, but it got a lot of likes on um, Instagram and people were racist under the comments. And it was part of, partly, I mean, the video topic in and of itself was discussing racism, but then the comments were just like, all right, this is, this is too much. So I just had to delete them, you know, delete a whole bunch of comments because like it's unnecessary. And I think that's part of growing, realizing that, you know, you respond to some things, some things you don't respond to. And the ones that you do or don't respond to, you have full reign to delete. Like you don't have to tolerate um, disrespect in that way. So, yeah. And I, 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 one hardly 100% agree with that to where like as content creators we're doing our thing and this is not a uh what's the word I'm looking for we can negotiate how we do this if this is not if I put this out and this is a response it's perfectly fine to delete this and move on because this is not the response I wanted I'm not going to backtrack what I said but your response to it it's unwelcoming and I don't want that. And it's just like, we gotta, I'm about to put my captain concreter hat on. We need to, to protect our peace of mind. Everybody's not going to enjoy what we say or whatever they might not disagree with, but there's always a place of how you do this. And if people do not like it, like me, my block, <laughs> quick is quick, quick. Like I am not trying to hit like, it's one thing to disagree. We can all disagree on things. Everybody's not going to like the Flash. <laughs> I bring up the Flash again because we love the Flash. People didn't. But it's a whole other thing when you when you cross the line to disrespect and everything else like that. And there's blocking. We are trying to do this for fun and everything like that. So I completely agree. So here's my yeah. question to Matt since you brought up the Flash specifically. Um, that review that I've made for that, we got so much engagement. And like I stopped looking at YouTube Studio because of like the comments. Did you delete anything? No, I didn't. No, because because okay. to me that's that's normal engagement. When they start crossing the line saying like, yeah, yeah, you don't even like have to finish profanities. That you don't like have to finish nothing that about the discussion. Then that's the stuff I think we should delete. But if they were like, oh no, you guys are wrong because of all oh, the VFX and all this other stuff. That's that's normal. That's discussion. That's the discussion that we're looking for. We're looking for engagement with the with our audience. But when they cross a line and then it's like, oh, because you're this, because you're that, and everything else like that. That's the stuff I don't tolerate, and we move on from there. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be taking a trip to New York uh, this January. Yes, I know it's a terrible fucking time to go to New York, but <laughs> hey, Southwest guys, a sell, okay. Okay. Hey, so, I want you to take a picture of those uh, rats that they be saying is out there. Those pizza rats. Oh wow, I, wow! I need to look. <laughs> I, I need to look at my picture. Hey, yes. The last I, time I was um, there. my brother who just left New York, and uh, just like that, I'm stereotyping. Uh, with him, with the jokes that we have in our group chat, I'm stereotyping online all the stuff that I seen online with you. You guys don't have pizza rats out there. I mean, yeah, but like. <laughs> You didn't have to bring it up. <laughs> also, okay, okay, okay. Let me take it back. Also, uh, while you're there, I want you to see those bodega cats. 
Is that good? <laughs> wow, you mean the store owners? They own the store. Calm down. Oh, I'm, 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 hey, sorry. I'm not from, I'm basing this all off of social uh get a bacon egg and cheese i don't know wow. i'm sorry I, I, I do all the stereotypes all man, the stereotypes you're gonna get a you're gonna get a fucking tim thrown at your head man uh that's a stereotype yourself yeah, <laughs> they yeah. don't all wear those no no i know um but anyway i'm, I'm taking a trip to new york uh in january and i was wondering do you have any recommendations for shows okay in january mm-hmm. um do you like well i'm all i'm only going to recommend musicals because that's what i really like yeah that's what that's what we want to see okay good i think everyone should see hadestown hadestown is one of my favorite shows of all time it's the story of eurydice and orpheus so like greek mythology and hades and what persephone it is so bittersweet but it's worth the watch anyway um Heads up, though, the musical is sung through, so that's something to keep in mind. I know some yeah. people don't like um, shows where they're just, like, sung through, but it is so, so in, beautiful, what, so what, amazing. What specifically do you mean, sung through? They don't really talk. No, di- Yeah, no talking, no dialogue. Oh, so it's all singing. Yeah, yeah. But okay. it's easy okay. to follow. It's easy to follow. So definitely check out Hades Town. But, okay, so anything that, as you are aware of, is not on uh, national tour not Be- a national tour. because we got th- we got that here last year uh did you guys see shucked shucked is um what is that shucked is a musical about corn it's oh corny. yeah yeah one of these is a black woman right i remember seeing that poster yes yeah wait one more time say it one more time on the poster there's a black woman and i'm assuming she's a lead one of the leads yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Okay, so yeah. I, I we should see the corn one. Okay, see corn, see shucked. Yeah. Um, the, they have this like really secretive thing about what the show is about. They just say it's about corn. Come see it. So I'm not going to spoil it. It's about okay. corn. It's corny. Keep that in <laughs> mind. It is corny, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> well, actually, it's fun. Real quick, real quick. Can you spoil Grey House? Because like I wanted to see it, but then it, it's already done. Yeah, Grey House isn't um, playing anymore. But I have mixed feelings about Grey House, actually. I saw it. Grey House is... Okay, so I went to see it because Tatiana Maslany is in it. Um, I love her so much. She's so good, right? Oh, my gosh. um, Matt, she's um, She-Hulk. She-Hulk. Okay, okay. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Shay. Got got to keep you in the conversation, baby. (laughs) Hey, man. I was going to let y'all rock, but go ahead. (laughs) Grey House, okay. Broadway doesn't really do horror. Yeah. And um, I think Grey House was its attempt at doing horror. It didn't do so well, in my opinion. There were aspects of the show that I think could have been done better narratively. There were choices that characters made that didn't make sense at all. But despite that, I still hope that Broadway still puts on like shows similar to this because we need to diversify the genres that we have like on on Broadway but Grey House tells a story about this couple that um gets stuck in a snowstorm and they see this like random cottage like in the area they go in and spoiler turns out that the that there's people living in this cottage but they're not what they seem turns out they're all ghosts ghosts of um 
of children who were like abused by men and uh-huh. abused in general from the past. And what they do is that they kind of like capture people who end up um, getting like stuck in this cottage and they feed them like juices of their past abusers so that they get stuck and that they can swap places and move on to the afterlife. And this is a musical? It's not a musical to play. Oh, um, okay, as I say, that's wild for them to sing about yeah, this. <laughs> yeah. I mean, could they have done things better? Yes, because mm-hmm. like the story kind of gets muddled in like the second act and that's like a, a theater thing. I think all shows get a little muddy in the second act of their yeah. show. Yeah. But um yeah, this one especially and like it tried to be all scary. It wasn't scary. It was creepy, but it wasn't scary. You know, I feel like it had all the aspects of what should be scary, but it just didn't hit the mark. And then at the end, Tatiana Mislani's character is like, well, I'm getting the hell out of here. Like, I'm not going to stay crazy. But her I think it's her husband. He ends up getting trapped and a little girl leaves like they swap places or whatever. And she's like, well, I'm not staying. I'm not staying. But then she looks at the kids and she's like, you know what? I'm going to stay. It it doesn't make sense. It it didn't really like what why why stay? These are strangers and like they're already right. dead. Like it doesn't matter. Eh, it just yeah. it yeah, wasn't that great. I don't, I don't like that. I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But right. I do want to see more scary stuff on Broadway. Yeah. So what can we expect from your channel next? Okay, so the next thing that I'm hoping to put out real soon is a review on Jaja's African hair braiding. It is a play. I don't know much about it. I try not to spoil myself too much before seeing it, but I'm excited because um, the actress that was in Black Panther, the one that Shuri helped, do you remember? I think her name is Dominique Thorne. Oh, Riri, Riri Williams, yeah. Yes, she is in the show right now um, ironheart ironheart yes yes ironheart that's, she's in it that's funny that um you know since marvel tripping and won't release her show she's like oh shit how to, uh, broadway y'all got something for you girl there you go <laughs> but she's in it i'm excited to see her the show is also written by um i believe it's written by jocelyn bio i think i'm pronouncing her name right i hope i'm pronouncing it right she was that oh yes she wrote a show called um the african mean girls play and i did not get to see it i didn't get to see it so i was like the next thing she puts out i have to see so that's why i'm gonna go see the show i mean there are places on youtube where you might be yeah i know but like okay so here's like my hot take my hot take i might get like backlash for this i am actually not a big fan of broadway bootlegs I mean, some of us are in a much more privileged position than others. I know. I know, I know. But like, hear hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. And it's not like an elitist thing, or maybe it is. Maybe it is. No, Again, it is, but it's okay. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> but here's my thing. Here's my thing. Here's my thing, right? I feel like bootlegging or pirating television shows and movies makes more sense because like they're meant to be seen on screen. But like... I don't know, bootlegging a live show just doesn't feel the same. Like, would I rather see Beyonce live or through someone's phone? I want to see Beyonce live. 
I so. mean, but that's the thing, though, because like, yes, they've been recording Beyonce. They've been recording Taylor Swift. But then they'll put it together in a package for you to see if you can't see it on concert. How I'd many of the these? Package. Huh? I'd rather watch the package. I hear you. But the problem with Broadway, how many of these shows with specific cast arrangements do they record but never release? And I hear that. I just don't watch them. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> because like because like when Hamilton right the Hamilton craze came out um yo, I sound so horrible I'm sorry guys everyone's probably listening gonna listen to this and be like oh my gosh Amanda's so elitist I apologize I apologize <laughs> don't apologize for no, speaking your truth exactly nope no nah, let let the haters hate <laughs> like when Hamilton came out like people sent me bootlegs I did not watch them because I was just like well if I'm not gonna see it live like what's the point I don't know. Eventually, I did see it live. Eventually. But like, I don't know. I just it feels weird watching something live through a screen unless it was filmed in a way where it's supposed to be for the screen. I'm with you. I mean, I, I that's saw like it. that's like the Beyonce. Beyonce right. is going to come out with uh, her. I guess production of her tour. Mm-hmm. And for people who were unable to go to the tour, this would be their way of seeing this. Right. I get that. But then, right. like, what if I really want to see a gray house, but I can't get to New York? Well, what what options do I have to never see it? No, no, no. Here's the thing. That's totally fine. You can, you go. I'm not against people who watch bootlegs. Go ahead. Watch a bootleg. I just don't. It's just I, not I just for not. me. I have, <laughs> I can go see it. So why wouldn't I? I mean, that right. Is it. I mean, like, it, it, it's just, just like some things, like, you know, for example, uh, Top Gun Maverick. Everybody kept telling me that's something you need to see in the theater. Uh, sure, you can see it at home, but it's not going to do it justice. So, like, some things you need to see in this actual actual form or yeah. production yeah. or whatever like that to get the full ambiance and everything about it. But I, I guess if that. you don't have those means... And you still want to see it, then you got to see it. You got you, you you to do it. what you got to do. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. last resort. Like, if I could see it live, I'll see it live. And then, you know, if I can't, maybe I'll look at a bootleg or slime tutorial. <laughs> there you go. And, <laughs> there you go. And, I, and I don't see these plays coming out to uh, Japan. So I'll be watching on any means necessary. You don't like musicals. But, so stop. Hey, man, I, I thought we was just. We was just vibing. I was just giving it. You're right. Even if it was here, I probably wouldn't see it. No, right. let's take that back. I would not see it. Right. Unless it was part of this podcast. Yeah. So lightly transitioning, you are about to go to New York Comic Con. Yes, I am. I'm going to Comic Con. Um, I am super excited. Super excited because I feel like I haven't been to New York Comic Con in a long time. I went to, I've been to like Comic-Con in the past, but like I kind of took a break because I had a horrible experience in 2021. Um, oh, you yeah. went to that one? I, so in 2021, I went to Anime NYC. Okay. I feel bad, but like, I'm sorry. It you want to uh, elaborate? Yeah, it was essentially LimeCon. I was like standing outside for like three hours because they couldn't figure out how to let us in properly. I honestly think, and and like this is an issue I'm seeing like across the board, 
it, it got worse after covid mm-hmm. but there's like other conventions like i hear people talking online about how like their experience is just really really bad i personally feel it's because too many people are into anime which isn't it sounds like it's a bad thing but like when you have so many people into anime and obviously they want a place where they can like fully geek out and whatnot the convention needs to accommodate for that it's either you sell less tickets or you know increase the quality in a different way and i feel like conventions and organizers are increasing the price without increasing the quality so i I feel that i absolutely feel that i also like um the last two conventions I went to, I went to D23 last year and then um, um, I went to New York Comic Con. And uh, something that I, I don't care for that's happening now is that in their attempt to like reduce like people standing around in lines, they're like, oh yeah, before the convention, pre-register for like whatever this event is on online. That way, when you get there, you can just, you know, uh, your numbers up and then you just go up and scan in. But the thing is, like, people still line up. And yep. so, like, my dumb behind, I'm like, oh, cool. Let me see what's at the top of the line. Oh, okay, they're giving out free free comp- signed books. So I'm getting in line. And then I get to the head of the line. They're like, okay, let me scan you in. I'm like, what are you talking about? Right. Like, I, I don't care for that. No. Um, yeah, but it's, it's it's a very big mess now. Or like even worse, people will just like skip, you know, or like, and that's another thing too. Like I don't, sometimes I feel like the volunteers aren't really like trained. They don't know mm-hmm. how to deal with like the, the the mass of people that are there or, you know, they only volunteer so that they have a way in, into the right. convention. So. Yeah. So uh, what are you looking forward to at New York Comic-Con? Comic-Con? Yeah. I hear that they're going to have a one piece exhibit thing. So I'm going to try to take pictures <laughs> over there. <laughs> but um, send honestly, them those, send those my way. <laughs> <laughs> but um, honestly, my favorite part about Comic Con in general is the cosplayers. Mm-hmm. Seeing the cosplayers, mm-hmm. watching them dress up, and heading over to like Artist Alley. Mm-hmm. I'm going to Comic Con so I can spend money. <laughs> <laughs> the little money I got, I'm gonna spend it. <laughs> are you into so panels? Question... Oh, you go, man. Oh no, I'm saying, uh, are you going to dress up? So I, last time I went to a con, I dressed up as uh, Usopp. I dressed up as Usopp. But this this year, I'm gonna do something very very casual. I'm just gonna wear um, Law's T-shirt, like his shirt with his like tattoos and stuff, and then his bucket hat, and that's it very chill i don't like carrying around props it's just heavy after a while yeah this year um i'll be dressing up as for halloween here fifth luffy i already have the clothes i now i just got to get the wig the Mm -hmm. white uh the wife is gonna dye my eyebrows and everything else like white but that's what uh that's what i'll be doing this year for halloween are you going to, um, can you have your son record some of that so we can put a little something together for a tickety talk? Oh, yeah, of course. Because the thing is, um, he, like, I've been Luffy, I've been One Piece since I got back here in 2019. Now, they finally allowed on Japanese Netflix for them to have the English version. 
So now my son is watching it. He's catching up and everything. And he was like, oh, daddy, I want to be this character and everything else like that. But I'm like, dude, you already said you wanted to be this. So we already bought his costume, but now he wants to be part of this. So it's okay. It's like the same thing with the One Piece live action. Like I've had, like anybody knows me knows I love One Piece. So whenever One Piece stuff happens, they come to me. When the live action came out, everybody was like, oh, this, this, and that. And I'm like, I appreciate that because now you're getting people who never would have watched the 1,000 plus episodes. They're watching One Piece and they're like, oh, I love this. So then I got to like, well, you see how you love this, but you know, this didn't really happen this way. And then uh, it builds on this way. And I'm trying to explain to them how you get more effect. But I'm just happy that more people are watching One Piece now. Honestly, 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 I'm not gonna lie. The live action actually made me like love One Piece even more, if that's even possible. You know, right? I kind of like, I kind of want to like reread the manga from like the very beginning. (laughs) That's how much I'm just like, yes, One Piece. Like any my only my only downside was I didn't like is how they they focus on Kobe. That's my only downside to where like people outside are like, oh, Kobe's a main character. And I'm like, no, Kobe is not a main character. Kobe <laughs> is a side character that you you see, you don't see at all. It's random when you see him, but right. because of the live action, they're like, oh, Kobe's a main character of this. And I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> yeah. I think that's just like an issue with like West, oops, sorry, with um Western storytelling. You know, like you have like the main plot, but then like you have the subplot and like, I guess they had to fill it up with something. So they did the whole Kobe Garp storyline thing, which mm-hmm. I was not a huge fan of. I didn't like that, but um, no, neither did I, you know, my thing is this, it's just a gate. Like I took it as it's a um, homage to us, people who watch one piece. Hey, this is how we visualize it on live action and for newcomers hey this is a shortened version for you guys to look at it to hope hopefully they look at it and be like oh i like this let me check out the anime and then we can go from there right yeah yeah and i hope they do Uh, me too amazing so matt um this morning um you text me and you said that you had an idea for a movie so can you pitch, you know, um the the strike their strike is over. Amanda and I are producers pitch us. All right. So this came about because I was listening to you and Jared's review of The Creator. The Creator. And you guys were talking about how they did not flush out uh outside entities and they were only focused on the main characters. For some reason, my brain got me thinking, how would you guys feel? Like, honestly, a romantic comedy, like mm-hmm. a legit romantic comedy. Okay. But it's set in superhero world. You can DC, Marvel, whatever your your profession profession is. But I just feel like as they go through their day-to-day, like uh romantic comedy stuff, stuff just happens. Like, oh. Um, I'm going to take you out on this weekend, blah, blah, blah. And they set up this date. And next thing you know, superhero X 
throw their car in a window or whatever, like or in a building or whatever like well, that. Are it's these like, regular are these regular people trying to date yes. in a world of superheroes? Okay. Correct. 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 Yeah. Regular people trying to date. And this is like this is not a new thing. So this is like Avengers World 10 years down the line where they know these type of things are gonna happen. But I just feel like it'll be a comedy wise and you have the romantic part will be just interesting to see like oh we'll take you here oh no we gotta go here but no they have a fight right here and emphasis would not be on the superheroes yeah it's just they would be the the background they'd be in the background players but the whole story is based off the romantic comedy with superhero elements in the background of like oh are we about to go to the starbucks never mind they just smash the Starbucks and we got to go do something else, something like that. I feel like that'll be an entertaining movie. All right, Amanda, are we greenlining this? I think it needs a little bit more work. What's the conflict? Oh. You know? All right, I, accept I like that. it. I, accept I like, that. It. I like oh. it. Okay, okay. But okay. What issues are the couples, is a couple going through aside from dealing with like superhero shenanigans? You know, it's a uh, basic uh, rom-com stuff. So I would throw, I, I would throw, right. I'll throw in some uh, misunderstandings to where we thought we was here. We wasn't here. We break up or no, we super in love here. We break up, but I realized, no, I really do love you. It's, it's like that kind of simple rom-com. Just, it's not as simple as, uh, let's meet up here and do some things it's not we can't do that because my car was thrown through a window type of thing okay okay maybe like all right Mm -hmm. no go ahead go 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 ahead or like say this now there's not really substance to it but so now i need help now (laughs) or like maybe like one person in the couple thinks that like they're the other person is like maybe into a superhero and like now they have to compete the person's love or something but like whole time like they're not even into the superhero and the superhero finds out and it's like i'm gonna help you get back with your person but it looks like they're dating even though they're not i don't know well i kind of want to spin off that where like one of the people in the relationship thinks the other person is a super because of like how inconsistent they are on some stuff but by the end of it we learn they aren't a super they just suck Okay. Because this is because this is a comedy, you know. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. But it's, yeah. a, it's a it's a fun idea. I like it. I, I like putting this out on the podcast just because it's like yeah, it, we have it on the, the record. Right. Will, where it's like for, for, I for came the, up with this for you the record. My idea <laughs> for the record. When this is an episode of the boys, we are going to sue the shit out of Amazon. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Watch this be like um the finale of Gen V and they recorded right. it like <laughs> months ago. <laughs> right, because they they'd have the writer. So they was like, oh, we better take that one. Right. Um also you saw something called Reptile. What is Reptile? Okay, so quit. Reptile is a TV show. Is it a TV show or movie? I forget now. It is a movie on Netflix to where it is about uh, a detective who has to find uh, a 
Okay, let me tell you. Justin Timberlake plays the Justin boyfriend. Timberlake. Yeah, I'm Justin Timberlake. <laughs> no, I'm playing. I'm playing. <laughs> I'm playing. <laughs> Just Justin Timberlake plays the boyfriend of a realtor, and she end up getting um mercifully killed, and it's up to this detective to figure out who does it. And it's very good. I'm not gonna lie to you. Is it is good. So far as the twists and turns, I'm not gonna give no no spoilers, but it's about a detective has to go through, interview people, just to figure out what's going on. Um I enjoy this a lot. I give it four stars on Letterboxd. Uh, it's on did this Netflix. Just come out. Yes, like in the last week and a half or so. Because it says uh Benicio del Toro is also in it. And yeah, he's a he's a lead. Alicia Silverstone. Now, pause the story real quick. Now, normally we don't do this. I gotta give her props. Alicia, we don't we don't get people. Find a hell in this movie. Find a hell in this movie. She thick. She like find a hell in this. Like uh, this is not the Alicia Silverstone that you see in Clueless. Like <laughs> she thick as hell. I love it. I right. like when when I seen this, I was like, where has she been? Why she hasn't been acting, Alicia Silverstone, she was on it on the in, in this. I'm gonna be so honest, I did not know you were gonna say that when you was like, We don't normally do this. I'm like, We get praise all the time. She thick as fuck. I'm like, Whoa, right? right. That's what I'm saying because, like, it's a surprise, <laughs> it's a surprise. But you be like, You see her face, and you're like, Oh, that's a religious clueless, blah blah blah. And then they show her body, you was like, God damn, I didn't know she was all of that. So, I, I was surprised. Maybe you already knew that, but it was a surprise to me. I, this is so, this is news to me. Oh no! Watch it. You and be like, God damn. <laughs> so you hear you hear that? That, you, that, you know that, what? that you, clueless is feeding her well. <laughs> no way. <laughs> Those residuals. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. She. 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 Like, and I'm saying like thick in a bad way. I'm like thick in a good way. No, we know what you meant. I think I figured that right. out. We. We. we, we <laughs> right. Right. Like we, we were like, tracking. We were right tracking. Places. Yeah. Right. Okay. Making sure. So, uh, she's in this. Uh, Benicio del Toro. Yeah. So. Yeah. So honestly, like, it's a good um detective. Uh, like, who done it? Let me figure this out. Interview these multiple people. Figure it out. It's, it is a really good movie. So if you got time, check out on Netflix Reptile. You won't be disappointed. Okay. Um, yes, yeah, so I only got one thing this week. Um, been juggling a lot of stuff. But um, so I work from home one day. Sorry, uh, four out of five days a week. And so, you know, if my work computer is not acting properly, then I have to go to work like in the office so um i don't know what it was but my work computer uh, would not connect to my dock at all like i kept unplugging and plugging the wire in i restarted it a million times and so like i called it and it's like all right bring it in buddy so i come in and they're like oh hey man um <laughs> this computer is like ancient because i've had it since 2019 and they're like okay we're about to swap this out and i was like uh, okay i guess and so like I, i'm at i'm in the office all day basically uh also got to talk to a friend of the show renetta matt so she says hi but um hi. i'm upset because my new computer is like really fast and so normally on my old computer when i would log in for work it take a good like 20 minutes before like it's, it's ready to go 
Like the minute I put in my password on the home screen, it loads into Windows and it's just ready to go. And I'm like, nah. No, we can't be we can't be coming to work. Nah, we can't be we can't be working no, this that, quick. Like, get your ass to work. All right. right. Nothing's logging in and wait 20 minutes. Nah, they was like, okay, we about to make this efficient. I don't hear no delay. Get because to like, work. I usually wait until it's time for me to start work to log in. I'm like, look, man, I, I can't like the, my computer, you know, but like I'm like, this thing is like, nah, we, we have none of that. This thing just ready to go. And I don't, I don't like that shit. I don't like that <laughs> shit at all. See, they, yeah. they they heard all that stuff. Get your ass to work, all right? <laughs> so thanks, HP. Uh, Dale had my back. Crying. Dale was for the people. So now everybody else is like, okay, so that's the type of computer I need to get. The one that starts off immediately. Right. Oh, employers. Employees don't want that. Well, then um, they need to send us some ads so we can continue promoting how good they are. All right, all that takes us to this week's discussion of Into the Woods. Into the Woods. To see the key, to sell the cow, to make the push, to see, to sell, to get, to bring, to make, to lift, to go to the festival, Into the Woods. Children may not obey, but children will listen. Careful before you say, listen to me. Children will listen. Into the Woods interwines the plots of several Brothers Grimm fairy tales, exploring the consequences of the characters' wishes and quests. All right, so uh, Amanda, you are our first timer here. So why don't you tell us, um, since you um, are familiar with like you know Broadway and all that stuff, have you seen this show? Have you seen the movie before we actually get into like your your thoughts on what you saw tonight? Yes, I have. I saw the movie. I saw the revival. And now I have seen the official pro shot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. So what did you think of the pro shot? Okay. I think it is the best version of the story. Mm -hmm. I think it's amazing. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now, there's some things that I would like switch out with the revival. Yeah. Nothing I would switch out with the movie. The movie is it's trash. Well, it's not yeah. trash, but it's not good. It's it's not good. It's not good. But the pro shot was really, really good. It took me by surprise. I'm not going to lie. I don't know why. For some reason, I was just like, uh, Into the Woods, whatever. I'm familiar with the story, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then you watch it and it's like, oh, it is so good. Yes. I'm not going to lie. This is going to sound kind of lame, but I cried at the end of Act 2. Hey. <laughs> Hey, I cannot tell you how much I love that song, the reprisal when they're like, um, uh, children, uh, children listen. may li children will listen, but they may not obey. Yeah. And like, especially as a parent, like that hit that hits me so hard because it's like my daughter just and we we paid for tubes. We spent three thousand dollars on tubes for that little girl. I know you can hear me. And I'm just saying all this shit, and it's just like she not responding. But then I turn my back, and then she started doing it. I'm like, okay, okay, little asshole, okay. <laughs> but no, it's like, yes, I, yes, yes, I'm with you. But also, it's like I don't know if I've ever if I've kept it on the show, but like I love the original version of this show. Like the rival's good, but there's elements in this version that I love. Like I love that they bring the narrator into the story. Yeah. So that that was present in the revival too they don't they didn't really um do that with um the movie 
the movie didn't yeah. have the narrator as an actual character, which I think kind of messes things up like yeah. towards the second act. But yeah, I just, just the, it's so, it's so good. Like, dare I say perfect. It is, it is mm. great. So mm. good. So good. Yes. Um. So I just want to say this and then you can go, Matt. So like my thing is like, I appreciated this version, like this kind of like recording of a of a musical because it I feel like outside of a bootleg, this is as close as it's going to feel to like how it would actually be on stage as opposed to like what we saw um, that recording of Broadway. They did that for TV. So like you, you ham it up slightly different than you ham it up on stage because like a lot of like Broadway productions, they're really fucking silly. Like they they had like those silly bits where it's like you can tell like that night the actor wanted to do something a little extra or some things feel like they weren't in the script. Like and I want to say or I guess it had to have been act one when uh, Cinderella's running and she slips like that felt like it wasn't supposed to happen. You know, like it's just like little things like that or like when Bernadette Peters is the witch and she does like some extra shit with the um with the broom where yeah. it's like you just decided to do that in the moment, you know, but See, that's why live theater is so good. Yes, yes, yes. Also <laughs> mistakes. And also people can get hurt. But Matt, what did you, what did you think of into the woods? I didn't like it at all. Um, uh, our, we know that I do not like musicals. Uh, I did not like this at all, but I will say that, uh let me give props to the witch. Um, what was Bern her name? Bernadette um, Peters. She was a star of this. Uh, I uh, she was a star of this. Like whenever she was on, she was captivating. Um, I don't know any other words to say that, but like whatever star is, she was whenever she was on stage. Um, I feel. <laughs> Honestly, this shit is too long. Honestly, why do we need uh the second part or or the third act or whatever second once act. they resolved all the issues? To me, all that the last part was unnecessary. Well, that's the um, point because you they the 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 the, <laughs> the song the first song of act 2 like ha what happens after happy ever after, right? Right. And I did not like none of that. None of none of that like it's like I feel like this is like like a baseball game. I wouldn't watch a baseball game on TV, mm -hmm. but I would love to be there live. Mm -hmm. And I feel like watching this is it's not entertaining for me watching this on TV. But if I was there live, I would enjoy it so much more. Even as somebody like who's admitted, I do not like musicals, but if I was there live, I will have enjoyment and. This was a chore to get through. Like I texted Chad through the middle of this is like, I love you like a brother. <laughs> I fucking hate you for this. <laughs> and I the only other musical we did so far as I remember, we done SpongeBob. Is SpongeBob was okay. Like it was more it was okay. It well, was I mean, that was a version for television. So like some songs were cut. Right. So, okay, so 
going forward, maybe I need a a, a cut version of these musicals because I was like, I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to watch this, and then everything in the work changed later at a league. But I'm like, how long is this? There was like two plus hours. I was like, damn, this is like oh. a full blown movie. <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm thinking you probably would hate Hamilton then because Hamilton is even longer than Into the Woods, I think. And it's straight yeah. singing. Oh, no. And it's straight singing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. I would. I, I will hate that. I, I like, no, no, so, no, 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 to, no. To, to, stay, to stay on track with the themes of the song, um, it's not my fault. It was her fault. <laughs> <laughs> I gave him but, the, several different options for tonight. But, to I mean, I know. It, it's it's okay, but I will like I want to reiterate this. Uh, what was a witch's name? Bernadette Peters. Bernadette Peterson. Um, I don't know what else you've been in. I don't know how famous Every, you are. Randy Cinderella. Everything she's been in so much. She is like okay. super fucking famous. Okay, so in my bubble, you are not famous to me, but <laughs> uh, I will give you props. You are doing your thing out there. And if you putting in that effort that you put in this, because to me, honestly, she carried this for me. If mm-hmm. if she wasn't in there and it was like a lackluster actress, I mean, I still would watch it because it's for the show, but it would have dragged it down immediately. She carried this. I was happy, like, towards the end, you know, when they show at the intro or outro where they show like each character and they saved her for like the last I was like okay y'all on the same page as me she carried this thing and I appreciate that so um I'm not saying I'm gonna watch any of her other stuff but if she was in some things I'd be more inclined to watch her because she was on it and I appreciate that I can somebody who doesn't watch musicals I know she did her damn thing in this so the role of the witch, you know, that you are doing that to ham it up. So in the first revival in 2002, Vanessa Williams played the witch. Oh, uh, shit. Yeah. And then um, you won't know this person. But in 2012, Donna Murphy played her. She played Mother Gothel in Tangled. Mm-hmm. And she's fine as fuck, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, in 2022, Heather he- he- Hatley played her. But when she came, when the Into the Woods came to St. Louis, she was the witch. So she was on the, the touring too. Uh, Heather Headley's a black woman. I can't off the Nala top of my head. From the well, line. he 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 went. Oh, know that. you're not gonna know. Okay, well. So I'm trying to think like what's some stuff she's been in that you might know. But she's a black lady. She's gonna. So sure. so okay, as Broadway connoisseurs as you guys are, <laughs> am I overreaching on her? abilities or is this normal for a lead person in this situation well Bernadette peters is famous for a reason but yeah. like I'm, I'm just saying like the role of the witch like you she set she she basically set the standard for what every person after that has to do right mm-hmm. right okay right. okay she's a golden this yeah yeah. Um. So while I agree that you know Bernadette Peters did her fucking thing, Joanna Gleason, the baker's wife, I fucking loved her. I loved how that's like, my number two. That's I, my number two. I loved how yeah. all in she was like. She was <laughs> like, like, look, if we gotta fucking kill somebody, to get these, get these things. We we gotta kill somebody. All right. Yeah. 
Yes, 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 yes. I absolutely loved her. Loved her. It's so funny because like um in the revival, who played the, it was Sarah Bareilles who yes. played the um the, in the most recent. Wife. But actually right now Stephanie J Block's playing her, which oh. I was like, yeah, but oh, she's her, probably amazing too. But also her husband is playing the baker, which is perfect. Absolutely. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Perfect. What? Uh, I'm sorry. These are, you know, the theater people, man. But also, I'm looking at the list and like Sutton Foster played her as well as Amy Adams. Mm-hmm. Oh, it would have been Ooh, cool Amy Adams. Her. Yeah, it would have been cool to see her. Yeah. Yeah. And Neil Patrick's ha- Neil Patrick Harris at one point played the baker. That's interesting. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. I think so, uh, yeah. Uh, has has there there's a movie of this, right? Yeah, it's yeah. it's an all star cast. It's so not question, good though, in my opinion. Not, it's not. Okay, so then that's my next question: is why uh, was suggestion to watch this one versus the movie? But I can see because it's well, not as good. Well, not just that. Well, because like this is like the theater version, the stage version. Mm-hmm. Now, insider baseball, I did. I gave I gave her three options. I gave her this version of Into the Woods. I gave her Tim Burton's the option of Tim Burton's Sweeney Todd. And the third option I gave her was Noises Off. That one where they're making the the, the stage production. It's got Christopher Reeves. I showed you the trailer. Mm-hmm. So I guess Ada, what, what made you choose this one now out of those options? Me because I saw the movie, I saw the revival, and I never saw the pro shot. So Okay. It's a good way to come like, you know, compare between all of them. But um, so I'm going to run down a few people that were in the movie version. So you had Anna Kendrick playing Cinderella. James Corden played the baker. Emily Blunt played the baker's wife. Uh, let's see. Meryl Streep was the witch, which yeah. she had. You can tell she had so much fun. Yeah. Um. Also, there's a line. Mer- Meryl Streep. Or, goat. Now you had to pick Meryl Streep or the other one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Meryl Streep or Bernadette, Bernadette Peters, essentially. Oh, Bernadette Peters every yeah, day. Yeah, we're, we're going. But Meryl Streep was really good. She was yeah. good. Mm-hmm. But I do, I do like an addition they made in that um in her uh intro song when she's explaining what happened to the baker. And she has a line that, go, in the movie, a line that says, your father was no father, so why should you be? And I was like, that's cold as yeah. fuck. Yeah. Mm. Uh, you had Johnny Depp playing the wolf. And, oh, this is I fucking love this man so much. Cinderella's prince, Chris Pine. He was, I'm not gonna lie. He, he was has to so look. Because he had he had the he had the beard and stuff. It went it yeah. went too it, it was the uh was, the fa- the faded beard. Like the man, good. the man was ready. Mm-hmm. He was ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I thought that in this production, Rapunzel's prince kind of looked like Chris Pine a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Were they, he's but, also blonde-ish, kind of. Right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I watched it with uh, my son, and I was like, uh, we was like, he looks like the prince from Frozen. Okay. <laughs> That's funny. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, um, any final thoughts before we move on, game? Um, I want to reiterate how good she was. What's her name? Sorry, I forgot her Bern- name. Uh, Bernadette Peters. Peters. Bernadette Peters, Peters or Peterson? Peters, Peters, Peters. Bernadette Peters. Uh, I hope 
the best for you in life. I hope she, you get more stuff. She, she, she's doing all right. Uh, she's doing uh, amazing. It's, it's it's like me telling this to like something like Holly Berry. I'm like, I wish you do more in life. But no, I'm I'm familiar with your work. Uh, I appreciate what you do it, and only wish you the best and your everything you do because this is my introduction. And you was amazing in this. <laughs> so I'm just looking at the um I'm still looking at the overall cast list. Um in the first Broadway revival, the giant's wife was um that all that dialogue was pre-recorded by um Judy Dench, Dame Judy Dench, oh, M from mm-hmm. 007. Um mm-hmm. then in 2012, Glenn Close, and then uh, in 2019 it was um uh, Whoopi Goldberg. So just very random. Yeah. Well, yes, I like to reiterate. I did like how they incorporated the narrator later on into the story. Um, So it's funny you say that because when I saw the revival, that was my biggest critique. I thought that involving the narrator kind of undermined everything. Now, let me explain. Before seeing the revival, my only point of reference was the movie. And in the movie, the narrator wasn't involved. So seeing Mm -hmm. that in the revival was just like, what are they doing? This is horrible. But then it also, so I had this thing, right, called the second act syndrome, where like the second act kind of like drags. So I felt like his part, right? right? That's like present in like every single show that you see. Well, I don't feel that. I don't feel that so much here. But have you seen Anything Goes? No. The first act is amazing and so much fun. And it's like got that whole, uh, I forget what it's called, comedy of errors, where mm-hmm. like people think there's there are other people. And the second, the by the end of the first act, it's almost wrapped up. And in the second act, they like, shit, we got to fill 45 minutes. Um, right. Let's just keep doing songs. Just don't, no story. Just keep doing songs. Keep doing songs. Like we got to fill this time. And I'm like, I, I'm ready to go because I'm not having fun anymore right it's it it sucks and that and the second act syndrome is so palpable in the revival because it's like bro you could have just like cut that make make it a little bit tighter Mm -hmm. in the pro Mm -hmm. shot it was tight like everything was so succinct like it worked so beautifully that i was just like when you say pro shot what do you mean oh the the version that we saw so a pro shot is when the theater records um a production and releases it okay as opposed okay. to a bootlegger yeah okay and okay pro shot. always <laughs> but um <laughs> but yeah it just flowed so much better that thinking about the revival now it's like what happened what yeah. happened why did they make those changes yeah why did they make the changes why did they drag the second act like i didn't i didn't appreciate that but yeah, it's funny you say that. Yeah, okay. Um, so trivia is gonna be a, well. It's gonna be a, there's no big trivia question, but um, I do have an eye uh, a Rotten Tomatoes for you guys. Um, so I want you guys to tell me the audience score of this pro shot with five thousand reviews, uh, five thousand ratings, um, one to 100. 100. <laughs> <laughs> don't go don't pick a hundred <laughs> less than a hundred guys um now i'm take my bias of musicals out of this uh i want to assume this is a popular thing i will go with an 80 percent 
94. Yes, you're right. Really? Amanda, 94. Oh, wow. Right on the money. (laughs) All right. So there's no... There's no trivia question this week, but we do have three bits of, you know, just trivia I want to throw out there. So the first one is Chip Zion, I think that's how you say his name, who originated the role of the baker, took on the role of the mysterious man, aka the baker's father, in the 2012 Central Park production. Danielle Freeland, who originated Little Red Riding Hood, moved up to the role of the baker's wife in the 2012 Baltimore production. Lastly, Into the Woods contains characters from many different fairy tales. An early draft contained the characters of Rumpelstiltskin and the three little pigs, which were cut, though the pigs were restored briefly in the 2002 revival. I don't know anything about that. Rumpelstiltskin would have been interesting. Right, but like what? I mean, I guess they could have came about him in the woods. Yeah, or like anything. Anything can happen in the woods. Yes. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> w- Matt, will you kiss me? <laughs> hey, anything <laughs> happens in the woods. That's right. That's right. <laughs> also, I like how they just like, you know what? The, these princes ain't shit. He just fucked the, the baker's wife. Right. And I was like, I was like, and then at the end, where uh, right after that scene, she dies. And then he's like, oh, whatever. And I was like, oh, she ain't shit. After everything she. Everything that happened, she go allow this man not only kiss her once, he kissed her like, like he eight, kissed, nine, ten times. He kissed in all sorts of places. Right. right exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but Amanda, please plug your page. Oh, yeah. So you guys can follow me on, well, you can subscribe at the Theater Maven on YouTube. And my Instagram is Mandela with an H and an underscore. Can you spell it out, please? So they get it for Instagram. Oh, spell it. Yes, yes. M-A-N-D-E-L-A-H underscore <laughs> on Instagram. Like, I forgot how to spell for a second. Like, right, right. <laughs> we put it on spot. It's like, I'm not yeah. sure how, we, how I did this. <laughs> um. So thank you so much for listening. Please rate, like, and review our podcast on your platform of choice. If you have any feedback, please email us at we used to talk pod at gmail.com. Follow us on YouTube, X, formerly Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, and Threads. It is a thing. We have it. We don't use it, but it is a thing. At We Used to Talk Pod. Follow me on Letterbox at BOW1213 and Matt at Mr. King0257. Come back next week when we finally finish our Indiana Jones retrospective with the Dial of Destiny. And yes, um, hello, Bernadette Peters. If you ever want to come on this show, we would greatly appreciate it. You did your thing. And like always, I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't know if this is a bad episode. (laughs) Hold on, hold on. on. I'll redo it. I don't know if this is a good episode. I don't know if it's a bad episode. But whatever you think about it, talk about it at work. Thank you for listening. Yeah, yeah I lost that. <laughs> I lost it. We are. <laughs> I was tired. like, what? <laughs>